right, so it is Mother's Day, and so as our tradition, I have to do a Mother's Day sermon, right? So, we're going to keep with tradition. Some traditions are good. We will continue our New Testament survey next week uh, on our special message Sunday. We're doing the book of Acts, so make sure to start reading up on that. But, uh, you know, when I think of Mother's Day, it does make me start to consider, what are some of the maternal attributes of God? Now, I know that could create some controversy, but because of our predominantly patriarchal history of Christianity, God is most often only referred to on the paternal side, but it exempts the fact there actually is a maternal side to God. Genesis 127 says this, so God created mankind in his own image. The image of God, he created them, male and female. So if he created two different genders and both together are his image, then can we not say that there is both a male and female image of God, right? In fact, the Hebrew word for mankind, if you show that, is actually this word, which is Adam, okay? So mankind is not is actually not just titled Adam as a name. It's Adam in Hebrew means mankind, which is referring to both male and female. You can see male and female in this verse actually have two different Hebrew words. So I think that's interesting. It shows us God, if we're in his image, has both sides of that description. Now, we, we know certainly God is described in male and paternal ways, but the Bible is also full of maternal images. There are metaphors uh, of God in the Bible in a mother's perspective. Now, I know there's many conservative Christians that are uneasy with using feminine images for God, but using metaphors, female metaphors, mother metaphors for God, is not a feminist or newly innovated tradition. It has existed since its beginning, okay? But I do want to clarify, I am not saying this is a message of the mother God, okay? There is no thing. Uh, It's God as a mother, okay? God is never referred to in the feminine gender, and he's never given the title mother, okay? So I'm not saying mother God. There is a sect out there that believes in the mother God, and that's not what I'm talking about. Jesus himself said, call him father, okay? But... What a shame that because of our patriarchal predominance, we have not really examined the maternal metaphors of God. And so I thought for Mother's Day, why don't we take a look at some of those female metaphors? Because we love the women in our lives, right? The first metaphor that we find in the Bible, God as mother bird. Okay, that's a good one. I appreciate that. And this, these first few verses are about the mother birds protecting and sheltering. I love this picture of, of, him, of the bird carrying its children even on the water. Look at this in Ruth chapter 2, verse 12, this idea of God as a mother bird. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. God is a mother. The wings that are spread out to to encompass us and protect us and shelter us. 
from whatever scares us. And as we remember our moms, haven't there been those times where we're like, I got to go to mom. She's my shelter. She's my rock. She's the one that I find protection from. Psalm 17:8. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Again, that imagery of a mother bird is a place that we can find refuge. Psalms 57:1. Have mercy on me, my God. Have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster is passed. And I think of how many disasters have passed because our moms spread their wings around us. And we don't even maybe know that they, they occurred. How many late night storms when we were sleeping in our crib, our mom was hovering over us and we didn't even know it. You know, that's God. How many storms have we missed because of God's mother bird? Wings being over us. Psalm 91.4. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will take refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and ramparts. And you see this mother bird metaphor of God. Do you see God as that for you? You know, the way our society is going, we're going to need that protection and that sheltering more than ever. So as you pray to God, pray to the Father. But don't forget that he's also the mother bird in which we can find protection. But there's another mother bird analogy, and this one's more exemplifying and training. Okay? There's a variation of this mother bird that also paints God as a mother who empowers and equips his children to be independent and grow stronger. You know, the analogy is the eagle. Mother eagles are known to teach their young to fly by hovering over them, showing them, giving them an example to imitate, and then later, they actually do kind of push them, <laughs> and they, they fly underneath them, as you can see here, it's an actual picture, and so that way, if they, if they lose ground, they just catch them. They won't let them fall, but they, they let them go. They push them. They encourage them. They motivate them. We find this in Deuteronomy 32, verse 10 through 11. In a desert land he found him, in a barren and howling waste. He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye, like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them aloft. God as a mother bird, both sheltering and protecting, but also exemplifying and training. If we really think about it, whether we may have liked it, realized it, enjoyed it, or were grateful for it, our moms have empowered us. They have trained us. Some of the training I didn't appreciate at the time, but now I'm like, wow, thank you, mom. For me, it was learning how to not do dishes, clean a kitchen. There's a big difference between those two, okay? All right? Just thought I'd clarify. It's not, it's not doing dishes. It was cleaning a kitchen. I mean, she would... Come in and go like this on the counter. Nope, you're not done. I hated it back then. But now, man, it is serious brownie points with my wife. I could clean a kitchen like no other, man. It's like, good. Right? I'm just saying, hey, brothers, I'm trying to give you some hints here. Write them down. There's no woman in the world that won't appreciate someone who can clean a kitchen. Okay? And if you can, get, if you can graduate to the toilet, too, she'll really be grateful. Okay? 
If you can learn those dirty diapers, you can clean up that other stuff, man, you will be loved forever. But again, moms have trained us. Well, God is a mother bird that protects us, that shelters us, that is exemplified for us, especially through his son Jesus, but has also trained us both through hardship and through his blessings. Let's appreciate God as the mother bird. But there's another metaphor. God as a mother bear. Now, this one's nice and cute, okay? But if you start to mess with one of those cubs, the mother bear comes out. And they're defending and liberating. They will defend you with their life. They will liberate you from any danger. That's a mother bear. Look at Hosea 13.8. Like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack them and rip them open. Like a lion, I will devour them. A wild animal will tear them apart. Whoa, that's a whole other metaphor of a mom for God. Now, in context, this verse, God is actually angry toward Israel for neglecting God's justice. God had commanded them to care for the marginalized and the poor, the abused and the oppressed. They didn't. So they incited the mother bear. You don't want to incite the wrath of God. But we need to remember he is like a mother bear. And he will defend, but he will liberate. We've seen it, right? You've seen it in movies. You've probably seen it in real life, man. You don't mess with the mama's cubs. Something in them. It's, it's just created within them to defend, even, even at the expense of their own life. You know, if you look at that picture, you see, man, that, that cub, whoa. That, 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 it has no idea what's coming. Mama bear is coming to defend and to liberate. Do you believe that about God? He is our father, but he's also our mother bear. That excites me to think that if I don't realize there's danger coming my way, he is aware. And he will do whatever he has to to defend me and to liberate me. And if he had to even kill his own son, which he did, he would do it. That's our God, the mother bear. And then the third and final metaphor is God as a human mother, creating and comforting. Several passages describe God as a mother. Here's a few of them. Deuteronomy 32, 18. You deserted the rock who fathered you. See, he's both father and mother. But you forgot the God who gave you birth. It's not just your mom who gave you birth. God through your mom gave you birth. God is also like a human mom. He's creative. He created you. He created you especially. We know from Psalms that while you were still in your mother's womb, he was knitting you together. He was already writing out your destiny. That's our God. He's like a human mother. All the aspirations, all the dreams, all those nights of prayer that Jesus is interceding for us, just like a mom does for a child. There's no greater image of a mom than a mom on her knees praying for her children. How many prayers have been answered for our moms that we're still here today, that we are who we are, good or bad, and everything in between? He's like a human mother. But he not only creates, he also comforts. I love this verse in Isaiah 66. And there are several in Isaiah that attribute this motherly, maternal aspect of God. But in 66, 13, it says, as a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. And you'll be comforted 
over Jerusalem. We all know a mom's comfort, do we not? Maybe some of us don't. Maybe some of us don't have a mom in our life. But I hope you can imagine God as a mother. But for those of us who have experience and we know there's nothing like a mom's embrace. There's nothing like a mom's kiss on the cheeks. Even though we go, oh, stop it, mom. But we love it. If we're honest. That comfort. God is there like that mom. Ready to comfort you. Because life is full of ups and downs. Joys and hurts. And a mom wants to be there for all of them. Even when you don't want her to be. God is like that mom who can comfort us. I pray as, as you live out your days that you can see God not only as father, but also as a mom who wants to comfort you. You know, I'm preparing for my week-long intensive class starting this Monday, and I've had to read this book of spirituality through history. And it's very interesting. Uh, this is from my spiritual formation class. It was amazing to see all the varied expressions of spirituality from all the different variants of Christianity from its inception up until today all over the world. But one of the things that was interesting is how often throughout history at different generations was this idea of God as mother. It's not a new idea, this mother-God issues. They've been around for a long time. But many of them know that it's wrong to consider him as mother-God. They definitely agreed, though, he is a God that's like a mother. And one of the great writers that is from the 14th century is this, this woman who wrote this book called The Revelation of Divine Love in 1395. She is uh, known to, which is, by the way, is known to be the first book written in English by a woman. So that's kind of cool. I like that. And that is an English Christian mystic. Now, mystic doesn't mean magician, okay? Mystic in the old times, in the 13th, 14th century, had to do with Christianity that was more of experiential in nature. Uh, today, we probably look at it as charismatic, okay? So a mystic is just someone that believes that God is more than just reason, that there's a heart and feeling also allowed. And I believe we need more of that mystic aspect of Christianity today. I really do. Now, I don't want to go off away from scriptures and get to things like Pentecostalism. That's definitely away from where God is leading us. But we got to experience God as much as reason and understand God. And so she was a mystic and theologian, Julian of Norwich. And look what she wrote. Uh, as, as really seeing God and especially Jesus as a mother. Our true mother, Jesus, he who is all love, bears us into joy and eternal life. Blessed may he be. So he sustains us within himself in love and was in labor for the full time until he suffered the sharpest pangs and the most grievous sufferings that ever were or shall be. And at the last... He died, and when it was finished, he had borne us to bliss. The mother can give her child milk to suck, but our dear mother Jesus can feed us with himself. And he does so most generously and most tenderly with the holy sacrament, which is the precious food of life itself. He sustains us most mercifully and most graciously. This fair, lovely word, mother, it is so sweet and so tender, it is most truly said of him. To the nature of motherhood belong tender love, wisdom, knowledge. The birth of our body is only low, humble, and modest compared to the birth of our soul. And it is Jesus who does it. All the debt we owe at God's bidding for his fatherhood and motherhood is fulfilled by loving God truly, 
a blessed love which Christ arouses in us. This was written in 14th century. It is interesting how today we don't appreciate the maternal nature of God. He is our father, but he's also like a mother, like a mother bird, right? Like a mother bear. Don't incite that one. And like a human mother. You know, she saw Jesus as mother, but it's interesting. Jesus attributed the metaphor of a mother to himself as well. The last time he was in Jerusalem before he was crucified. As we prepare our hearts for communion, let's read this passage in Luke 13, 34. You'll also find it in Matthew 23, 37. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Even Jesus described himself as that mother bird. Oh, I wanted you. I wanted to protect you. But some of them turned it away. I pray as we remember Jesus, what he did, that he truly is, in many ways, given us birth to eternal life. He is that aspect of the paternal nature of God. So let's celebrate the maternal metaphors. God as mother bird, flying, hovering over you, protecting you, sheltering you. God as mother bear. God as human mother. You know, all the attributes that we discussed in those maternal metaphors... Could they not be described of our Savior, Jesus Christ? Think of them, protecting and sheltering. Does Jesus protect us and shelter us? Absolutely. In fact, he spread his wings on a cross. And through that death, through that crucifixion, and the eventual resurrection, he has spared us from the mighty storm of judgment. Was he exemplifying and training? Yeah, he didn't just tell us from above. He didn't just speak from heaven. He came down, took on our flesh. He showed us how to love God. And he trained his disciples, what it meant to follow him, who have trained others and hopefully trained us. And as we continue the plan, we'll train others. Truly, Jesus was exemplifying and training, defending and liberating. Even at the expense of the cross, nothing stopped Jesus to protect his his loved ones. I love that passage in Hebrews where it says the joy set before him, he endured the cross. That just, that just gives me that maternal aspect of even despite the cross, he saw his children, his cubs on the other side. He said, no, I will not let sin and death take them. I will take the death. I will intervene. I will step in the way. He was that mother bear defending and liberating. <laughs> but then also creating and comforting. We know from many passages it's not that Jesus was there at the beginning when God created all things, when he created us. Jesus was there and he continues to create us into a new creation through what he did on the cross. And truly Jesus is our comfort. He understands pain. He understands sorrow. He understands temptation. He understands doubts and fears. Because he took on our flesh and experienced it just as we do. But he overcame them all. So he can comfort like no one else. As we go to God, as we remember Jesus, let's remember not just the, matern the paternal attributes of God. Let's remember the maternal ones. 
He is that mother bird, that mother bear, that human mother that can protect us, defend us, comfort us. Let us go to God in prayer. Lord God, we thank you that you are not limited to just masculine terms, but you also have incredible feminine metaphors. You are like a mother to us. You love us. You comfort us. You defend us. You liberate us. We thank you that you exemplified your maternal love through Jesus Christ coming down on this earth, taking on our flesh. He showed us how to live. You trained him, and through him you are training us to help us to soar, to empower us. God, I pray for those that are weathering storms, please shelter us under the shadow of your wings. For those of us that need to make big transitions or new moves, help us get out of the nest and fly, but know that you are flying underneath us in case we falter. And God, as we are facing unseen dangers, be that mother bear that will come to our rescue, that will defend and liberate us. And God, in those small moments where we least expect it, may we feel the comfort of a mother's touch. Thank you so much for what Jesus did on the cross. Thank you for being both our father and our mother. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.